Hi, I'm Pastor Dallas Billington, Senior Pastor here at City Church, and we want to welcome you today to our services. We hope that no matter what you're facing in life, that through the message today, through God's Word, He will truly encourage your heart. You know, I'd like you to turn to the person sitting next to you and just say good luck. Just, just say good luck. Just turn to the person and say good luck, would you? <laughs> you ever run into somebody and, you know, and tell them what's going on in your life and, um, well, it's uh, good luck, you know. And, you know, there's nothing really wrong with that or whatever, but people live, are living in a way that we're not sure what's happening and, and that is about as deep as they can go to something to hold on to. And we have more than just good luck. We have hope. And the hope that we're looking at today is a series, it's a third part today, and it's a theme actually that we have for our church this year about living, the revelation actually brings hope in our life. And so we're going to look at God's word today. What does living with hope look like? I want you to look to Titus chapter 2. In verse 13, let's, let's go to Lord in prayer. Lord, we are thankful today that we don't, we don't have to live like the world with wondering what's going to happen next or, or living in turmoil or anxiety and Father not having really anything to hold on to. Lord, I know there's people here today that didn't hear news last week. Something's different this week. People are watching the same way. Something's changed, and I pray that they would understand that as we as believers, that we live with hope and what happens when we live with hope. Father, we thank you today. We give you the praise for your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Titus 2, chapter 2, verses 13 through 15. God's word says, when it comes to the rapture, looking for the Lord to come back, looking for the blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from every lawless deed and purify for himself his own special people, zealous for good works. Speak these things, exhort, rebuke with authority. Let no one despise you. In other words, let no one disrespect you. I really do believe that we forget that a lot of people that you work with, a lot of people in your family, a lot of people that we associate with are looking at the news or looking at the times a lot different than we do because they're not looking. In other words, that verse in original language actually means living. Living in such a way that we're going to live in such a way that we always know that we have hope because at any point in time, Jesus could come back. You know, the Bible says in a twinkling of an eye that the Lord could come back. We talked about that the last couple of weeks, that the Lord could come back in the air for his church. And how do we know that that's true and it's real? Because we know all the other prophecies of the Bible have come true. So we're waiting for that. And the Lord says a twinkling of an eye, scientists tell us and, and has discovered that's one-fortieth of a second. That's how quickly that the Lord will come back. And he'll take us into heaven forever and ever. You know, that's the hope. 
All of us here today, or if you're watching, we have hope that, that we might not have to experience death in this life, that we might be raptured up into heaven. And every day, we have that hope. Don't forget to tomorrow when you wake up that we have hope that the world doesn't have. What are the, what are the four things of knowing that we have hope that we live with knowing that we have that hope that we should live with every day? Well, look at Ephesians chapter 1. And we're going to look at verse 15. What happens when you know that you have hope in Jesus Christ and he being our Savior and we know that we have that hope in him? Well, if we live with hope, Ephesians 1, 5, chapter 1, verse 15. Therefore, I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints, do not cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, here's the first thing, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Let me ask you a question. All of you have something, if you could say, what is one thing that you could know specifically right now without a doubt that you have that's affecting you that you just don't seem to have an answer for? And it's there. It doesn't seem to go away. And in some ways, it makes you tired. Sometimes it makes you anxious. Sometimes you get frustrated. And it's just there. A couple weeks ago, we talked about how the, the devil tries to throw at us the spirit of fear. Well, here God says that we live, the first thing today is, is that we may, notice it says may, that we may live with the spirit of wisdom. In other words, in your situation, whatever you're going through is different than what your husband or your wife might be going through, is different than what the person that you know at work is going through. Something different that you're going through is a young person that no one else knows about, but the Lord does. You and I can have an answer. God gives us an answer. Sometimes it's right away. Sometimes it might take a little while. But it says he may give us that. What do we have to do then living and when we live with hope? We have to live in such a way. Let me go back last week. How many times last week did you or me, did we ask the Lord for wisdom? I'm not here to get down here or anything like that. I'm just saying that we need to continually ask the Lord because every week something changes in our life. Something changes in the world. And we still have the same hope. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Now, being said, whatever your situation is, the first thing you have that you can look to when you're not sure what to do or you get that phone call this week or whatever it might be, you can go immediately and say, Lord, will you please... Give me that spirit of wisdom. What is that then? That, that's a uniqueness that you can only get as a believer. Think about that. Other people don't have that in this world. Hey, good luck. That's what they have. Or try and figure it out in, in, your, in our own mind, how we, can get it, how we can work it out. And God's saying, I will give you wisdom, which means revelation of him of showing us how to live. So whatever it is that you're facing, God says, if you ask me, I will show you through me, through his word, when we pick it up and read it. It's so unique as you and I pick this up 
And you are so unique as a child of God if you take a few minutes every day. He will speak to you specifically, just you, just me, exactly what I need for today. The spirit of wisdom. We live, when we live in hope, we live knowing that we're going to get some answers. That's why the world today is so frustrated because, well, first it was a few weeks and then it was a few months and now with the pandemic, we don't know. It's, it just seems like it keeps going and everybody is so tired and who do we believe, who do we don't believe, what's going, what's next, what's going to happen with the world and everything that's taking place politically. God's saying, I'll give you, I'll give you wisdom. So in other words, he's going to show us through his word that you and I can live in this life and still have joy. It's the second thing. Second thing that so many people are, are, are just so down today because they don't feel like they have a calling. They feel like it's just something's missing, and especially now. It's just, it just something's missing. As a believer, it doesn't matter whether we work on vehicles or whether we're a salesperson, whether you're a school teacher, a nurse, whatever, whatever we do, it doesn't matter who we are. God has a calling for us right where we are. Let me continue to read in those verses. Verse 18, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you may know what is the hope of his, in other words, the Lord's calling, what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. Let me read the first part of that again. That you may know what is the hope of his calling. You know, whatever it is that you have a calling in your life, is it's what you love to do. The Lord has put that in your life. And he'll bring the situations along in your life, whether it's at work or whether it may be. He'll put you in that situation because he has called you to a specific task that only you can do for his glory. You know, no matter how well that you would know me, no matter how well I would get to know you, no matter how well, even as a brother or a sister or a husband or as a wife, no matter how well that you know each other, there will still be people in this life that you will meet that your husband or your brother or your sister will never meet. We have a calling on our life to do what we love to do and reach people for Jesus for, for eternity. That's the second thing the Lord gives us. See, we live with hope. Man, we live with hope. There's a calling. There's, there's eternity. There's heaven. And I'm going to live in such a way that I, I, I want other people to know that, man, I'm secure and I'm, I have hope and I have joy and I have peace even in the midst of everything they're going through. I remember years ago, uh, I, go, I, I go back about 10 years now and I was, I was yeah, grateful enough and give you a little background. I was uh, at the time, working at Calvary Chapel, Fort Lauderdale, in uh, Fort Lauderdale, in Florida, and it was there's 350,000 churches in America, and it was number eight. So uh, they uh, every weekend there was about 20,000 people there. I want to give you a little background to share the story with you. And so Pastor Bob, a few times, let me uh, was really honored. I he let me preach in a pulpit to thousands of people, and when you speak. There's all these different mechanisms in front of you because they're on the television and radio and apps, everything imaginable you can think of. South America, Latin America, all over different languages and so forth, and, it's in, and it goes through the airwaves and the radio. So 
uh, I was speaking one week and, and uh, got done and so forth. A couple weeks went by and uh, I was walking in a 7-Eleven. Uh, it was hot, of course, for a lot of, I guess, no excuse. I still get the big gulps up here anyways, cold, hot, whatever. Anyway, so I'm going to 7-Eleven, get a big gulp, all right? And I see a guy sitting there, he, you know, he's homeless, and he's sitting outside the door, and he's got a little, like, boom box with him. And he's sitting right outside there, and he, he's got, you know, like a little bucket, and, you know, please help me, you know, in the name of the Lord, and so forth. And, uh, and so, as I, as I go to, to walk in the door, of course, I, I just feel convicted and, and felt I needed to, to, to give him some money. So I, I bent down to give him some money. And as I bent down, I'll never forget this. As I bent down to give him the money, he's got the radio on, okay? And he actually has the Calvary Chapel station on. And I go to put the money in, and it's me preaching <laughs> about being generous. I will never forget that. And this guy actually says to me, hey, that's what that, that's what that guy's saying right there. That's what you need to do. <laughs> I swear I'm telling you the truth. That was so ingrained. Ten years ago, I can see it right now today. I couldn't believe it. Now, the Lord have me give him a couple dollars or whatever. I make a difference or not. I don't know. I hope so. Anything we do, a cup of water in the name of the Lord, we know goes with a reward. But I will never forget that. There is no amount of money that can be given to me to know that, that God has a purpose for what I'm doing. And things happen like that all the time. And you say, well, Dallas, I, you know, I, I would like to, to see more of that. I want you to know all we have to do is recognize as a believer, God has a calling on your life. What you do is just as important as who Billy Graham was and is and still continues on with his ministry. It's just as important. Whatever you do for a living, whatever you are as a husband or as a wife or a single person, whoever, whatever's going on in your life, God has a calling on your life and he's going to use all the different circumstances that have happened, and he's going to take those, and we live with such hope with that calling, there's going to be a light that shines off our life. And that's why I read at the beginning today, no one can disrespect you because you're living in such a way people know that there's something different. And you know who knows more than anybody else? You do. You do. You know that, man, there's something. I know that no matter how frustrated we are now and all different things that have happened in our society, God has a calling on just exactly who you are, how he's made you, when you were saved, your family, what you're doing in this life, and he's got a purpose. So many people would love to have that. And we have that today. What's the third thing? Let's look back at the verse again. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened, okay, in other words, we're going to know, we're going to get an answer that you may know what is the hope of his calling. God has his calling on your life and what he wants you to do. What are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints? There's one thing that everybody deals with, 
most people do, are always concerned in some way or another about what? About where we are financially. Is our job going to be there? What's going to happen next? What's going to happen in society? You know, are you going to be able to retire or not? Or how are things are going to happen health-wise and medical bills? All those things come at us. You know what the Lord says? We live, why, why we live with hope? He knows all that. And he's already provided everything that we need in the inheritance that we have. You know, you receive inheritance if you've had family pass away. Inheritance happens when someone dies. When Jesus died and rose from the grave for us, we received all the blessings that he bestows on us in this life. Whether it's joy, whether it's peace, whether it's financially, whatever it might be, you're his child. And we live with hope knowing, okay, I'm not sure how it's going to happen. But the Lord says, if I live in such a way and give in such a way, you know what? He's, he's got this covered. It, I, I don't know how it's going to happen. But I know if I live in such a way and to be generous and do the things that I'm supposed to do, I have an inheritance from Jesus that never runs out. And God, I want you to, I want you to realize that that's such a concern with so many people right now because how fragile things are in our, are in, are in, are in our economy. But to know, Jesus has got it covered. And the way he's watched over you all up to now, he still can continue to do the same way. We have an inheritance through him. And everything the Bible talks about, whether it's wisdom or whether it's what we need to get through each day or each week, whether it's your job situation, whatever it might be, God has given us his inheritance, and we're blessed because of that, and we live with hope. Hey, that's, that's what, you know, when we give to the Lord, that, that's part of the, the faith aspect, knowing that without faith, it's impossible to please God. But he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. Let's look at the last thing today. What's the last thing that, that we know that when we were blessed with that hope, we know that we have this spirit of wisdom, we have a calling in our life, we have an inheritance, and finally today, we live with a certain kind of authority. I want you to recognize this. Verse 19 says, And what is exceedingly greatness of his power towards us who believe, according to the working of his mighty power, which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at the right hand in heavenly places. Recognize today, it doesn't matter what your age is. It talks about if we believe as a believer. Recognize today, I, I like to look at it this way. You not only have authority with power, but you have authority in such a way that you can be relaxed in any situation. Even if it doesn't look good with a boss over your situation or a circumstance, whatever, you have, God says you have authority through God's power. God says, I've given you the keys of my kingdom. And he says, all authority has been given to me, Jesus said, by my father. And now I give it to you. You and I have authority however the devil tries to come against us. We have authority 
and we have authority in such a way. The Bible says that Jesus died on the cross for our sins, and when he rose from the grave, the Bible gives us this, specifically in this verse, it tells us this fourth thing today, that he says, when he raised him from the dead and seated him at the right hand in the heavenly places. It's great to know that I know that you're already blessed because this is how you're starting your week out. I want you to know that, that, that there is an authority that we have that even though you, when you're not in control, you still are in control. Whether it's situations, like I said, at work, whether it's something you have no control over, God is working. As a believer, I want you to know he's giving you, I want you to get this, he's giving you a relaxed authority. What do you mean by that? Well, I love what the message Bible says, and you know how I quote a lot in, the, in, in, in Matthew. That he teaches us to live in a rhythm of his grace. God is teaching us and drawing us close to him, and I want you to recognize that you have authority over whatever the devil is trying to do to come at you because he's coming at every believer as hard as he can right now because the Bible says as we continue to study Revelation that he knows that his time is short, and he's coming at you hard, and he's coming at me hard. But he has to flee by the authority and the power in the name and the blood of Jesus Christ. Know that today. Whether it's your kids, whether there's problems when our kids are certain ages, or whether it's in marriage, or whether it's at work, whatever it may be, we have such authority that you can know that God is in so control of your life that you can be in control and knowing that you can relax and sit down with your heavenly Father and know that you have a blessed hope and we're looking for his return. And because we have that hope, we live and ask for wisdom. We live differently. We know when we don't know what to do, we have someone to go to. It's not just good luck. We know we live with joy and peace because there's a calling on our life. And I know no matter what it is in your life, you feel it might be empty, you might not be making it. I want you to know God fills you in your life with his inheritance. And finally, knowing today, Continue to remember God has given you that authority. And we recognize the power that we have in the name of Jesus. Watch the victories. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians, watch how that the spiritual strongholds will come down in your life because you will call upon the name of the Lord to take control of whatever it is. That's what it's... That's what it's all about, to be blessed and to have hope today. The Bible says, as I close with this, in Colossians tells us, let the peace of God rule in your hearts. What that means? To rule and to reign, but it means more than that. And let, let the peace of God, knowing that anything that's going to happen... Any decision you have to make, anything that's going to go on, let the peace of God be the one that comes in and makes a decision. And I said, what do you mean, Dallas? Let me give you an example. Right now, it's the NBA season. During the NBA, you know, that there's sometimes teams have a certain amount of times they can do this, or if the refs want to do it, they'll do it. 
they'll, be, they'll make a call. And then when they make a call, they're not sure what it is, they take a timeout and they go over to the referee's table and they play back on the video to see what was right and what was wrong. And then they make the judgment call. And they're always right with that when they go back to the, the replay. Now, what God is saying, well, let the peace of God rule in your heart. In other words, he's saying, God, if you let God reign in your life in every situation, his judgment call for you and for me will always be peace. He will always give you and make the call of peace. That's the authority that he has. No matter what you and I face, we will have a blessed life because we will let him make the decision. He will make the call. He's always right. And when we let him do it, peace always reigns in our life. That's how we have the blessed life. Let's pray today. As our heads are bowed today, you're blessed. It's not just about who you are in life. It's not just about your circumstance is not just about good luck. It's about if you're a believer today, God's going to give you wisdom. And we have hope today the world doesn't have. And if you're looking for that and you don't know Jesus as your Savior, the Bible says that Jesus came and died on the cross for you and for me. If you're watching here today... See, what I have to do, Dallas, and what you talked about today, to live with, with wisdom, with hope, with peace, to know what to do and know that you always, meaning God, always provides. The Bible says, so whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. That's why Jesus died on the cross and shed his perfect blood for you and for me. And he rose from the grave three days later. So all you have to do is say, Jesus, I believe you're God's son. You came into this world and you shed your blood on the cross of Calvary for me. And I ask you right now, by faith, to come into my heart to forgive me for all of my sins. From this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. Father, we praise you today that we can live with a blessed hope. We live with hope. The blessings that we have because of hope. The fulfillment that we have. And we know that you're in control. Lord, if there's someone even here today right in our midst that doesn't know you as their Savior and they, they want that hope today, may they come and accept you today as Ben leads us in this closing song. We ask in your name, and the power of your blood in Jesus' name. Amen. I hope Jesus, through the power of the Holy Spirit, has spoke to you today through his word. You know, no matter what you go through, no matter what you face in life, I want you to know that through the one, Jesus Christ, through his death on the cross of Calvary, he shed his perfect blood for you and for me. And if you pray right now and ask Jesus into your heart, the message that you heard today, why God is speaking to you, I want you to know that you can have hope. And all you have to do is pray with me right now. Don't try and figure it out. The Lord says, by faith, we accept Jesus as our Savior. 
and you'll have hope for eternity. You say, Dallas, will you help me? What do I have to do? Well, let me share with you a verse. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. If you're willing to believe that God sent his son to die on the cross for you, just pray this prayer with me right now. And you can have heaven as your home. Jesus will forgive you for anything you've done in this life. And you can have hope from this day forward. Pray this prayer. Dear Jesus, forgive me a sinner. I believe that you're God's son. And you came and lived a perfect life. And you died on the cross. And you shed your perfect blood for all of my sin. And right now, Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart to forgive me for all of my sins and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. And from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. In Jesus' name. If you've prayed that prayer, we want to hear from you. Contact us through our website, City Church AC, or you can get at our church app through any of the um, streaming services, and we want you to know that we'll contact you. And from this day forward, no matter what you face, you'll always have hope, knowing that Jesus is your Savior, and he'll come through in your life. Thank you for being with us today.